Today's show is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. Great-looking Christian clothes, also great jewelry. And go out to the website, MyFaithClothes.com. Click on Daily Deals. Sign up for their newsletter, and you can get daily deals sent to your email list 10 to 70% off. I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus All right, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And this is where we like to make God simple. Just you, God, and His Word. Let's take a peek at it. Let's see what God is trying to say to us and go from there. So today's scripture is Matthew 6, as well as Proverbs 6. And so as I was reading this, I had a couple of these passages that stood out to me. And one says, but when you give to the needy, do not let your hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And there's so many people that just love to boast about themselves. Oh, I did this and I did that and I helped this. And I, and he's like going, you know what, really, if you want real rewards, just keep that one to yourself. And then he goes into when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, I'll be honest with you, this is something I've never done. And, you know, this is Jesus talking here. So he's not saying if you fast, he's saying when you fast. So there's actually a book I've been looking into, and it's simply called Fasting. And maybe at the end of the show, I'll play a clip from this. You can actually get this book for free by going to feedingmyfaith.com forward slash audiobooks, and you can actually get that for free, and I think I'm actually going to add that to my cart, and I just know there's a whole lot more about fasting that I've never really, the church I grew up in didn't really do much with it, but um, from what I understand, this guy explains the spiritual power of fasting and offers a deeper understanding of God's plan for fasting and the benefits available to those who participate. So I'm, I'm looking into this. So uh, again, if you're looking for that, feedingmyfaith.com forward slash audiobooks. So enough with the stupid plug, not that I meant to do that here, but um, he's he goes on here. So fasting is something that jumped out of me here. And down in verse 22, he says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, the whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So to me, when I read that, I think he's talking about what we look at, what we see. And if you think about it, the the eyes kind of steer the body and the brain. And I just thought, you know, there's just so much things sometimes and I'm just like, he's got a point here. So the eye is the lamp of the body. Then the other thing that jumped out at me is in 31, 
he says, so don't worry saying, what are we going to eat? And what are we going to drink? And what are we going to wear? He says, for the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. To me, that is one of my favorite verses. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all, not some, all things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. So this is Jesus just saying, chill out. And I got to tell you, there's been times when things have gotten really tight. I mean, this is a guy, I went through bankruptcy. But even through that, I had a place to stay. I had food. I had a car. And as bad as that situation was, God still took care of me. And the reason I got there was because why? Because I chased after foolish things, right? We run after all this stuff. We need the new, big, bright, shiny, whatever. And uh, we just lose sight of, of not what we want, but what do we need sometimes? It's amazing. So to me, I looked at that and I thought, okay, to get credit, you have to do some of these things he's asking in in secret, right? And you get invisible credit when you do this. So you're not going to get all sorts of plaques and awards. You're going to do it and God is going to know you did it. And so when I got into Proverbs 6, it was talking about folly, which isn't like, I don't know, a lost Muppet or something. Folly is, according to Webster's Dictionary, the state or quality of being foolish, a lack of understanding or sense. You ever had somebody, you ain't got no sense. A costly and foolish undertaking, unwise investment, or expenditure. And so he says here in in Proverbs, the Bible says, when you are in debt, basically, go to the point of exhaustion. Think about the last time you were tired, like exhausted. He's saying, do not stop until you're at that point and give your neighbor no rest. Allow no sleep to your eyes, no slumber to your eyelids, Free yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the snare of the fowler. And he's talking here about when you're in debt to other people. Basically saying, do whatever it takes, but get out of debt. Because he has a a line there about being slave to the person that you owe money to. And if you've ever listened to Dave Ramsey, he uses this one a lot. You have to have gazelle-like speed. And... He's, and again, to the point of exhaustion. Then I noticed later in Proverbs 6, it says, There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. One is haughty eyes. And if you're like me, with a, uh, you know, I graduated from uh, public school, I do have a, a college degree, actually, I have two, but I was like, what the heck is haughty? And is disdainfully proud, snobbish, scornfully arrogant, and 
So basically, don't look down at people. He's not a big fan of that, right? Because we're all equal in his eyes. A lying tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wicked schemes. And feet that are quick to rush into evil. A false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Those are kind of the same thing as he mentioned before, right? If you're devising a wicked scheme, you are basically stirring up conflict in the community. And then later, he was talking, there's this is like the third time that he has warned us about adultery. And it says, for a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread. That is one cheap prostitute. I was just at Target. That's like, what, a dollar twenty? Um, and a person, oh, wait a minute. Uh, but another man's wife preys on your very life. So here he again was saying, you know, when somebody comes up and says, I'm going to make you feel so good. And there's somebody else's spouse. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, look, just stay away from that. And he says, can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one who touches her will go unpunished. And he finishes it up here by saying, but a man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does so destroys himself. And this is, when you think about it, adultery is the ultimate, one of the selfish acts you can do. You are forgetting about the promise you made to your your spouse. You're forgetting about the promise you made to God, and you're putting your own needs, your physical needs, and you're getting wrapped up by all this stupid double talk, and you're just throwing it away. You're throwing your life away. And he's basically saying, look, if you read all of Proverbs 6, he's like, look, don't be stupid. Don't be a moron. And he's telling you to think here, not with your not with your body, right? But think with your head here because there are major, major ramifications for doing that. And it's like I said, it's like the third time he's he's pointed this out, which to me just means, look, number one, he knew who he was talking to, and he knew that we're stupid at times. And he's just like, look, I'm telling you again, you know, and he's saying, don't lie. Don't stir up crap, for lack of a better phrase, in your community. So we know what makes God mad. So for me, when I was reading about how God takes care of you, especially here, I've just thought of all the times where I've just seen that happen over and over and over. And I remember once there was a uh, a church I was going to, and um, we had this whole building fund going. We had a lot of momentum. And then all of a sudden we needed a snag because the electrical part that we thought was going to be this price was much, much more. And all of a sudden, literally out of nowhere, the money just appeared. I forget who donated. I think whoever donated it did it kind of this way. They didn't ask for you know, it to be the, you know, whatever, the Dave Jackson wing of the church. It just showed up as a donation. And I know myself personally, I had a, a spec here 
when I was getting ready to go to uh, Las Vegas for a podcasting expo and a bunch of bills came up and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to afford this trip. This is going to get really, really tight. And I had somebody call me for consulting and I did just a little bit, like five, 10 minutes. And when I went to do their invoice, it came up in my system that I had done a bunch of consulting for them about a month ago and I never invoiced them for it. So it was a really nice three figure consulting check. And I was like, there we go. Just enough breathing room to get me through. And I was like, thank you, God. Don't know how that worked, but it was very cool because I was really, really worried. So once again, God says, I got your back. If you seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and that's what we're doing right here in this podcast. We're looking at this. We're doing, you know, daily readings of the Bible here to rejuvenate our heart. He wants it on our heart. So we don't have to sit there and go, hold on. Let me remember that. We want it to be just easy, easily accessed in our brain because we just heard about it. So, again, this was Matthew 6, Proverbs 6, were our lessons today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Let's take a second and talk to God, shall we? God, I want to, I want to thank you so much for always having my back because I know I don't always have yours. And I know there are times that I don't heed your warnings and I do really stupid stuff. And I'm so glad that you just have undenying love and that you always have my back. You always help me turn right back to you. You're always there with your arms open, Lord, for me to come back to you, seek your righteousness, and then you get me on the right path. And I thank you for that. And I ask you, Lord, to help me keep my eyes on things that you want me to have my eyes on, Lord, because it is. The eye is the lamp of the body. And in the same way that the eyes guide the head, the head guides the body, Lord, help me to stay in your path so that I can reach my full potential. The plan that you have for me, Lord, I know you've got it written out. I've just got to come to you get it and follow your directions that you've been giving me here in the Bible. So thank you, God, so much for your instructions. I deeply appreciate it. You rock. All right. I want to remind you again that uh, you can find great clothes out at myfaithclothes.com. Great jewelry as well. And uh, really cool stuff. Like I saw one, you know, there's the Call of Duty video game. They had a cool little twist on that that had a little Christian flavor to it. And uh, I'll go ahead and play a snippet from this fasting book. Again, if you're interested in this or really any book uh, and you want to listen to it, just go out to feedingmyfaith.com forward slash audiobooks. But here is a sample from the book Fasting from, well, how do you pronounce his name? Gentezen Franklin. I will show you the power of the threefold cord. I will show you how every major biblical character fasted. I will teach you how to fast. Most importantly, as you listen to this audiobook, you are going to develop a hunger to fast. I don't know about you, but there are some things that I desire more than food. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. Since you are listening to this audiobook, you are probably not content to go through this year the way you went through last year. 
You know there's more. You know there is an assignment for your life. You know there are things that God desires to release in your life, and there is a genuine desperation for those things gripping your heart. Okay, I'm ready to buy this book right now. <laughs> it was for you and for those like you that this book was written. Now I want to invite you to join this marvelous journey. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. Sound familiar? I think we were just talking about that. So when you give to the poor, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be honored by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. There's that sentence again. Jesus saying, truly to you. But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving will be in secret, and your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. When you pray, you are not to be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that they may be seen by men. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray... Go into your inner room, close your door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you are praying, do not use meaningless repetition, as the Gentiles do, for they suppose that they will be heard for their many words. So do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you fast... Anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 18. Pretty much what we just uh, based today's on. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? Psalm 42, verses 1, 2, and 3. Chapter 1. Fasting for your breakthrough. What is fasting? Since there are so many misconceptions about it, I first want to clarify what fasting, biblical fasting, 
is not. Fasting is not merely going without food for a period of time. That is dieting, maybe even starving, but fasting it is not. Nor is fasting something done only by fanatics. I really want to drive that point home. Fasting is not to be done only by religious monks alone in a cave somewhere. The practice of fasting is not limited to ministers or to special occasions. Stated simply, biblical fasting is refraining from food for a spiritual purpose. And there you go. That's the end of that uh, clip. I think I'm going to buy this book. I know I'm sitting here on uh, the site and I see just person after person saying I've never heard it described like this. It's eye-opening. And um, so I'm actually going to click here and say add to cart. And uh, that one will be on my phone soon. So there you go. Thank you uh, again so much for tuning in. If you have any comments on the show, I would love to hear them. You can call them in 888-563-3228. And uh, you can also go out to feedingmyfaith.com forward slash contact and find all my contact information there as well. Now, like I always say, get out there and testify to the truth. Thanks for listening. God bless.